Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Too Late to Fly podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline. And I'm Kevin. Together, we're going to dive into different topics around weight loss, body image, relationships with food, and how to overcome life's everyday struggles and challenges so we can all live our best lives possible. Remember, it's It's never never too late late to fly. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This is episode 58. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how other people making comments on social media, especially when they're um, extreme views or absolute views, how that can be very damaging. And in this episode in particular, we're going to be talking about um, a comment of how someone eating a donut is disgusting. Yeah. So last week we saw a video and it kind of got me not wanting to like shame this person or what they were saying, even though I absolutely do not agree with it but really bringing attention and awareness to how some of these comments or statements we can see, especially on social media, where anyone has the freedom to pretty much say and do whatever they want, how kind of comments about people's body, their weight, the relationship with food can really be harmful and triggering, even though the person may make statements or claims that, oh, I only care about you, or I'm only saying this because I want the best for you, I'm worried about your health. And how sometimes some of these, like Kevin said, absolute statements can actually be very damaging. And so I'm not sitting here shaming this person because he has a pretty large platform. And he's, I'm going to say this in quotes because I don't agree with a lot of what he does, is he wants to help people. And I don't know if he's like a fitness coach, a trainer, but he makes a lot of statements and videos about people who are overweight and how you need to lose weight. Right. And I think a lot of this has to do with people looking for a reaction. And a lot of times they'll come up with these, not necessarily outrageous, but just absolute statements that everybody who's overweight and is doing eating donuts is disgusting. And I think that, yes, he has his right to feel that way, but it's another thing to put it out there in the open when you have a big platform and to share that so openly with people. Right. And I think what bothers me, and I'm not saying this for every single person, but a lot of the times, a lot of these people who are on social media, fitness influencers, trainers, coaches, try to help people lose weight or make these statements about people who are overweight when they've never struggled with that themselves. And I'm not saying it's everyone. I'm not saying not everyone who is a social media influencer in the fitness field, has never struggled with their body, their weight, their size and eating disorder, and doesn't know what it's like. But that's where it can get very damaging is when you're shaming people who are overweight and you yourself don't realize what it's like to kind of live in this body and being overweight or extremely overweight. Right. And I think too, that's the same kind of thing like you were getting into is when they've never lived that themselves, they don't know what it's like to get out of that situation mm-hmm. or what got you to that situation in the first place. And so by saying, oh, just stop eating donuts and go to the gym, if it were only that easy, the world right. would walk around thin and fit. Right. So before we get more into this, I'm just going to share the statement that he made. And it's just a quick, short version of the video that I'm addressing. So yes, there's more to it. Yes, there's always more to the story. But just in this statement is what he shared on his social media as well. And that's what I'm going to be sharing. So little disclaimer, it might be a little bit hard to hear if you're someone who's struggling with an eating disorder or your weight or you are struggling with your relationship with food. But I'm going to share the statement and then kind of dig a little bit deeper into why this is harmful and what we can do to kind of 
help have these comments not affect us or derail us with whatever we're dealing with in life. So the statement he made basically said, if a 500-pound person walks into a Krispy Kreme, I will be disgusted. But if they're in a gym, I would support them. And uh, there's so much to unpack in that statement. And like I said, I want to not sit here and shame him because I acknowledge that everyone has different methods of motivation, what works for people, what you might see as motivation. So I'm not going to sit here and shame him. But at the same time, I know how harmful statements like this can be actually being someone who was actually 500 pounds and how I kind of still now I'm going through this journey of changing my relationship with food, recovering from an eating disorder, struggling with my body and how statements like this are so harmful. So if you find this type of harsh motivation, criticism, motivating, that's on you. And I'm not going to sit here and say that that's not something that should work for you because it's not my way or it's wrong. But I just kind of want to share how, like we said in the beginning, how blanket statements like this and making assumptions about people and comments like this can be very damaging, even if you're claiming, oh, but I just want to help someone. So being someone who's actually lived in a 500 pound body, I kind of wanted to go a little bit deeper into this. And then when I kind of shared this, I know I got some comments from people about, oh, you're just being too soft, you're reaching, you're too emotional. And it's, it's true. Like it did kind of trigger me in a way where I do feel I want to talk about it and make a whole episode on this. But I think it triggered me in a way where I want to share my own views and my own opinions on this. So it's not, oh, I let him get under my skin and I'm trying to defend him or myself, but it triggered me enough where I felt this comment kind of triggered that spark in me to kind of want to share and talk about. Right. And I think that's where it is important to open and share. And again, not to prove him wrong, but to say, hey, here's another way to possibly look at it. Right. Not that his way is right or wrong, not that your way is right or wrong, just here's someone who's actually been in that position Let's look at it from a different point of view and a different angle and see if there's something that maybe you didn't think of or realize was going on or it could affect people in this way. And I think my main thing with things like this is, or any kind of statements, is if someone sees this comment or comments like this and it makes them really feel bad about themselves and they aren't strong enough to know that that's not true, And I think that's where it doesn't sit well with me, where comments like this from people who have no idea what it's like to be 500 pounds doesn't really bother me in a sense where it makes me feel bad about myself. It really just makes me sad and upset and frustrated because how a comment like this can really derail a person and have them maybe start lacking that confidence more in themselves and kind of do more harm to them than good. Right. And I think one of the things that we've talked about quite frequently is, again, not knowing where someone's coming from or what has gotten them to the point of where they are and making generalized statements like this and and creating those absolute statements to go along with the general, oh, if everyone who's here needs to do X, Y, and Z, you don't know if that person is already down 100 pounds. And going to get that donut is part of their healing journey and what they need to do to overcome 
where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. Like without knowing where someone's coming from, making absolute statements like that can be very damaging and very dangerous. So with that, let's just jump right into kind of the first little part I wanted to address, which is you cannot shame someone into changing or losing weight. And like I said, everyone has different methods that work for them, different things that are going to motivate them. Some people are motivated and inspired by quotes and some people, they do nothing for them on their journey. So I understand how people have different methods of motivation or changing, but the bottom line is you cannot shame someone into losing weight and have it be a long-term thing where they're going to be able to sustain it. Because for weight loss, it has to come from within, from you actually wanting to make that change to be able to make it a lifestyle change and to change your whole life. If you're doing it to please someone, if you're doing it to prove someone wrong, if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, you're going to have a really hard time on your weight loss journey. So even if you might think someone shaming you would motivate you to change, I think that is, first of all, very damaging for someone to sit there and belittle you to make you actually then want to feel like you have to change. But to long term in living that healthy, happy lifestyle Shame can only take you so far if you're not motivated within to actually want to do it because you want to do it. So the second little part that I wanted to address with this is when we make statements like you're disgusting if you're eating a donut, that's just going to add to somebody's probably already unhealthy relationship with food. And I'm not saying everyone who's overweight is struggling with their relationship with food or anything like that. But if someone like myself, when I was 500 pounds, I was already in a really hard place with myself, with my body, and with my relationship with food. And so if someone came up to me and said, oh my gosh, you're disgusting for eating that donut, it would only add to that feeling that I already had with food and labeling food as good or bad and putting like that kind of moral value on food, which would only keep adding me to setting me up for a harder time with my relationship with food down the road. And so if we really want to help people, it's not telling them you can't eat this, you're bad if you eat this, you're disgusting if you eat this. If we really truly are wanting to help somebody, it's helping them address that problem, helping them change their relationship with food, changing the way we view food and stop calling food good or bad and shaming people for the food that they're eating. And mental health is such a huge part of weight loss that is not nearly talked about enough. And so I think by making someone feel shame, and again, going back to calling foods good or bad, is only going to make someone really struggle more with their worth, with their self-esteem, with their relationship with food, and long-term, what's that going to do to them? So by shaming them, you might get them to lose weight, but what's that going to do long-term like we talked about with their relationship with food, with their body and with themselves and is what they're doing something that they're going to be able to maintain and to keep this weight off long term. Because if we don't address some of those mental health issues, some of those issues with our relationship with food or our body or the moral value we put on food, we can never quite really heal or live our best life possible if we're constantly worried about what people are going to think by what we're eating. So instead of shaming someone, why not help them and help them get to the root of the problem, why they're 500 pounds to begin with, and how we can actually support them, not just in the gym, not just saying, I'm going to shame you if you're eating a donut, but support you in the gym, but supporting them in real life. 
because real life is being able to eat a donut guilt-free without eating a whole box of them, without completely restricting them, without calling them good or bad, and helping them actually change their relationship with food. That's the best way we can support them, not just in the gym. Right. And I think, too, there's a, there's something to be said, like you said, getting to know that person and helping them with the relationship with food, but also the relationship with exercise. Mm-hmm. Because I think, again, not knowing a whole lot about the person who made these statements and comments, what's their relationship with exercise like? Is mm-hmm. that a healthy relationship? And sure, going to the gym, in some ways, some might view as healthier than going and eating donuts. But again, so many people have an unhealthy relationship with exercise and working out that like it's look inward on you and what your demons right. are and overcome those things as well right. before you pass judgment on someone else. Exactly. Instead of sitting there and judging someone who's overweight for eating a donut, we all need to practice this and look within and what we're doing, how we're living our life, how we're, like Kevin said, our relationship with food, our relationship with exercise and why we feel the need to shame others, why we feel the need to call someone disgusting for eating a donut, or why we feel like we need to spend five hours in a gym in order to reach our goals or be healthy. There's so many different things we're all struggling with. So instead of sitting there and shaming someone for eating a donut, why don't we try to help motivate them, help them learn to love and respect and take care of their body? That's going to take them so much farther than sitting there and saying, I'm disgusted you're eating a donut, but I'm going to support you if you're in a gym. It's supporting them as a whole person so they can truly change their life and live their best life possible. And then the third one is you never know what someone's going through. And you touched on this a little bit earlier, but this, I think, is the key to this whole topic of conversation is you never know what someone's going through. And for me starting at over 500 pounds, when I'd even lost 50 pounds, I was still almost 500 pounds. And I would get constantly shamed and put down and saying, well, why don't you try losing weight? You're so lazy, you're not even losing weight. When they don't realize that I had already lost 50 pounds, 100 pounds, 200 pounds. And I think that's where we really have to come from it as when you see someone, no matter what their shape, their size, whatever they're going through. You have no idea where they've been or where they're going. So to sit there and shame them for any reason is never okay. Regardless if that person wants to lose weight or not. Like, you have no right to sit there and shame someone for what they look like. Well, that's the bottom line is you shouldn't be passing judgment on anybody. If any, you're going to judge someone, you should be judging yourself. And even that's a dangerous slope and a dangerous path to go down that... Like, ultimately, it it does no good. Right. And I think that's where it's like the bottom line is look within and worry about what you're doing, what you're putting out into the world, how you're treating yourself and your body, and are you respecting yourself and your body, but also how you're treating others. And if you're sitting there constantly shaming or making fun of others or belittling them, then I think that's time where you really need to look inward and figure out what's actually going on where you feel the need to be talking to someone like that or treating someone like that. When I could even sit here and argue with you that even if you're shaming yourself and belittling yourself and saying all of those things, it's time to look inward and get some help and figure out what's Mm -hmm. going on with yourself if you're treating yourself that way as well. And so that's why I really think it's so important when, as hard as it is, we hear comments like this, we hear people shaming us, putting us down, is to keep reminding yourself over and over again, they don't know me. They don't know what I'm going through. They don't know where I've been. 
And I think that's for me where I kind of find a little bit of my power when those situations happen, because I'm still put down from my body to this day, even after everything I've gone through. And what I keep telling myself and reminding myself is they don't know me. They don't know where I've been or what I'm going through, what I'm struggling with. So as hard as it kind of is, or as much as it hurts, I try to let that go. And so I think we can't control sometimes what others are going to say or do, but we can't let that stop us from doing what we know is best for ourselves. And I, this is kind of like number four, but this kind of was a lot of comments I got after I shared kind of my reaction on social media that I never even thought of, but I think it's such a powerful thing to bring up or address because it's something I've personally struggled with and still struggle with is comments like that add to this quote unquote shame eating where people were saying that even now it's not just donuts, but with anything in general, eating around people in public with family, friends, they're still so self-conscious of eating anything around anybody because that constant fear of being shamed, being put down, being mocked, being told you shouldn't eat that, it's bad. You shouldn't eat that, it's not good. And it's really caused a lot of people to have this internal struggle with eating anything out in public. Unless they're eating it alone, they feel very uncomfortable eating anything And I think it's comments like this that add to that fear or that emotion that people get that everyone's constantly judging them when they're eating. Right. And I think, too, that there was definitely a time and I think still a little bit that you struggled with that yourself. Absolutely. And that's why I feel like this is something I kind of forgot about unless I'm in the moment and I'm uncomfortable doing it. But when I got so many messages from people saying how it's statements like this, that only added to them having this shame of eating, it really clicked in me like, oh, yeah, I still struggle with that. I still don't like eating around people. I still eat a few bites and I'll bring the rest home because I have this fear of this judgment from others. Even if I'm eating grilled chicken and broccoli, I feel like someone's always judging me for what I'm doing. And I think that stems back from how many years of people saying, you're bad if you eat this. Oh, you're fat, so you must have been eating this. Or you ate a donut. Oh, you probably didn't eat one donut. You probably ate the whole donut shop. And it's that constant fear of what others are going to say that really adds to that shame eating where people don't want to eat anything in public. Right. And I think that that only goes on to confirm what we talk about so frequently on this podcast And that's putting your mental health first. And when you realize that that's how you're talking to yourself, that's your actions, and that's how you're treating yourself, that maybe it is time to go seek some help from Mm -hmm. outside and start working on some of those things. Because again, the longer that you put off changing them or working on changing them, the harder it's going to be to change those thoughts and behaviors. And this kind of made me, I documented this in my journal right away. I made a note of this to talk about it on this episode. But for me, it's definitely that shame eating or that fear of eating anything in public. And I can count, it's happened hundreds of times for me where I'm so nervous to eat anything in front of anybody. And I think 
that's where these kind of comments really added to that. And that's why it's so harmful when I see people making comments and statements like this because they don't understand or fully realize how deep those comments can go with someone who's already kind of struggling with this. I think, too, that people just don't really think about how their actions and behaviors can affect someone else. Right. Or they don't care how their actions and behaviors affect someone else. And especially someone who's that overweight, there's obviously something that's going on that caused that person to get that way. And without knowing their situation or their story, like it's very easy to make a judgment without truly knowing and understanding what's going on. Right. And you brought me perfectly into number five, which is assumptions. How people make such big assumptions about people when they have nothing, know nothing about that person. And I had some people say, well, if you were 500 pounds, you were probably eating the whole donut shop. You were probably eating dozens of donuts. You weren't just eating one donut. And that's still you assuming that you know the person or what they've been through or what they're going through. And even if someone is binging on donuts and you catch them and they're in the donut shop and they're binging on donuts, they're still not disgusting. That means that they are struggling with something. They're struggling with an eating disorder, with food. So regardless, it's never okay to make assumptions and shame someone. And I think you, Kevin brought this up a little bit earlier, is how do you know that they're just not treating themselves to a donut and that's a huge victory for them? That they're not just eating one donut and they're not having shame, guilt, or they're working on not having shame and guilt, or they're having a donut and trying to unlearn some of those things of they're being bad. It's a bad food. I shouldn't be doing that. And really actually learning to change that relationship with food so they can go into a donut shop and enjoy one donut without eating and binging out on them. That's exactly it. It's like, who are you to know that that person didn't go used to go in the donut shop, buy a dozen donuts and eat all of them? Right. Like at that point, they could be down 100 pounds and going to the donut shop and getting one donut is a victory. Right. And, and I, who are you to judge and pass exactly. judgment on that? Like that's ultimately like worry about yourself. Right. And so I think that's where it goes, where that statement of I'll support you if you're in a gym, but I won't support you in a donut shop is so harmful because mental health, like we had talked about, plays such a huge role in weight loss. And so when you're looking at a person or someone as a whole, and if you're on a weight loss journey, I say this all the time, we need to look at it as a whole and not just a quick fix, a quick way to lose weight, but really make it a lifestyle change and kind of work on a lot of those issues with mental health, with your relationship with food, with your body image, with working out and exercise, where it's not just weight loss. And so I think assuming things about people when you have no idea definitely causes a lot more harm, even if you think you're trying to help that person, then good. And for me, being someone who struggles with a binge eating disorder, it kind of sometimes took me binging out on donuts to then realize and step back and say, I don't like how I feel when this happens. I don't want to do this anymore. But until I did it and I experienced it and I physically felt what it did to me that I don't want to do it anymore, then I was able to stop and not be able to do that anymore. And so, like we said, making assumptions, eating a donut might be a huge victory for someone and choosing not to eat a donut might be a big victory for someone. 
going in and eating one donut might be a big victory for someone. So shaming is never, you know, okay. I think bottom line is recovery looks different for everyone. And we just all have to kind of remember that whether you're someone who's making statements about others or you're someone who's struggling with it is to focus on yourself and your recovery and doing what's best for you. And I think that leads me right into number six, which is kind of the more we put moral value on food, the more it's going to be likely that someone's then going to start binging and restricting. And it just goes right back into what we had talked about before is the more we label food as bad and not allow ourselves to eat it, the more we completely restrict when we do allow ourselves to have something or when we do allow ourselves, okay, I'm going to go have a donut. It's very easy then to then go binge because you never allow yourself to have it. And then you keep going with that vicious cycle. So that was just something that I really wanted to bring up too, is I know for me, the more I label food as good or bad, or I shouldn't be eating something. And the more I completely restrict it and not allow myself to have it, I fall really into that vicious cycle. And that's part of my eating disorder is binge eating is really completely restricting and then really binging on food. So I think that's a very slippery slope to be having someone feel like they're disgusting or doing something wrong or shameful for eating a certain food or food group or food type, whatever it is, even if they're overweight, because it can only add, like we had talked about a hundred times before, that really unhealthy relationship with food. Well, not only that, it can push them to want them to eat it very frequently and push them to the edge of going to that extreme, or it can push them to the other extreme, like you just pointed out, and restricting from it. Right. And both sides up to the extreme, again, extremes are unhealthy. Right. And the kind of final statement I wanted to bring, and I think it's the one that kind of bothered me the most, is why statements like this kind of bother me a lot, is because it makes it seem like if you're overweight and eating a donut, whatever it is, you should be shameful. You should be shamed of yourself. You shouldn't be doing that. But if you're overweight and you're in a gym trying to lose weight, you should be praised and celebrated. And I think that goes back to kind of that mental health and putting your worth and your value on your body and your weight loss. And I'm worthy of love and praise and support if I'm losing weight. But if I'm overweight and eating a donut, I deserve to be shamed and put down and made fun of because I'm not losing weight or not actively in this moment trying to lose weight. And so I think no matter what, support and encouragement goes so much farther if you really cared about someone and their health and their well-being than shame ever will. And we should never put our moral value or our worth based on our body or our size or our weight And by telling someone statements like that, like I said, that's definitely putting their value on their weight or their body where you deserve my praise and support if you're losing weight. But if you're not, I'm going to sit here and shame you. I'd add one more to that and just say somebody else's opinion as well. Right. Like you can't put your worth or value based on somebody else's opinion. Exactly. Otherwise, that's a a dangerous place to be in with yourself that you're relying on the opinion of others of that have you have zero control over right. what they're saying, doing, thinking, feeling. And if you need their approval, that that's a dangerous place to be. Right. And and that's why I think it's going back to what's best for you and knowing you can't always control what other people are gonna say or do or how they're gonna treat you, which is unfortunate sometimes. But we have to look within and keep focusing on ourselves. 
and knowing no matter what you're allowed to eat, even if you're 500 pounds, even if you're overweight and 500 pounds and want to eat a donut, it's okay, period. You're allowed to eat. You're allowed to enjoy food and it's not disgusting. And so I just really wanted to share what I learned, what kind of this statement made me feel and kind of share some of these tips that I've been learning in my eating disorder recovery, being over 500 pounds, losing weight, gaining weight, and just overall my whole experience dealing with comments and statements like this my whole life and how we really have to take back that power and not let what other people say or do as hard as it is. Trust me, I I get it, but not letting someone take our power away and make us feel like we're worthless if we're in a bigger body, if we're overweight, if we're 500 pounds, whatever it is, because you deserve love, respect, and kindness and support no matter how much you weigh. And we can't let those negative comments affect us and give that person that power because our worth does not come from how much we weigh, whether we're eating a donut, whether we're working out in a gym and kind of changing those thoughts about ourselves, changing the relationship we have with food and kind of doing what's best for us. And even if it's weight loss, it's actually doing it because you want to do it and making the changes because you want it for yourself. And I think surrounding yourself with people who make you feel loved now, not I'll love you once you lose weight. I'll support you once you start losing weight, but who make you feel loved and respected now and will support you with doing what's best for you. So if you hear comments, statements like this, yes, it can hurt. It hurts me too. This one hurt me. But all we can remember to do is keep doing our best every single day to learn to enjoy treats and donuts and foods guilt-free without feeling shameful of what we're doing and to keep trying our best. Even if you're trying to lose weight, you should still be able to enjoy foods like donuts without that shame from others, without that shame from yourself. So love yourself now and know that the choices that you make are coming from a place of love and of wanting what's best for yourself and continuing to focus within and look within on what you need to do to live your best life possible. And so with that, I think we'd like to wrap this episode up and thank each and every one of you for taking time out of your day to listen to our conversation. If you could also help us out by recommending our podcast to a friend or family member who also might find value from listening to us, that would be tremendous. There's one last way you can help us out, and that would be to take the time to rate, review, and subscribe wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. And one last thing to remember, it's it's never never too late late to fly. fly.